Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Recording. And we rolling. Is you rolling? Bitch, I might be. Doc, you know what time it is. Do they know what time it is? It is time to rise up! Hey, crash through. This is Doc and Ziggy with the flood. Keep your death threats to 140 characters or less. Damn, look at that game. That is wild. We are in here and we are live. What's cracking? Ladies and gentlemen. Well, this won't be live when they hear it. But, I mean, I'm live. We are alive. <laughs> blessings. Blessings. Thank the gods for that. We have a heavy episode, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's been a heavy two weeks. Shit. What We're gonna can do I the say? best to make light of it. I'm just letting y'all get prepared. Yeah. Buckle it's been up. A heavy, been a heavy two weeks. Buckle up. I had to start the fireplace. Oh. Rolling. I don't even know if we really need a fireplace. Maybe we should get a waterfall this week because it's hot. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's hot. It looks <laughs> Like, you look outside and it looks hot. It looks like the fucking Sahara after Scar got a hold of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like I told you, like, the old Kapow thing. Oh, and Meltman, the power to melt. Ayo. <laughs> Go outside, crack an egg on your sidewalk, and tweet us the video. <laughs> I feel like you. I thought I want to see how. Fast I wonder how good stuff. of a voice actor I would be because I could do all of the like generic ones. In a world, voice acting seems fun, but it also seems like it would be murder on your throat. No homo. Like, hey, we we talked about that. I mean, hey, look, look, everybody. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. It's a cultural thing. I'm not being negative when I say it. Like Chappelle it. said. He's like, I say bitch because black. It, I, <laughs> look, when I say no homo, it's just specifically to to let y'all know that I'm I'm speaking platonically here. Like, because I can be like, I can insinuate a lot of the times. You know, I drop my innuendos from here. I just want everybody to know that I wasn't actually talking about throat fucking just now when I was talking about murder on your throat. Just, just so we you know, I don't think many people would have made that jump. I certainly didn't. Oh, well. And I'm the one that listens to metal. I watch a lot of porn. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> Let's just keep it real. I mean... Alright, so we're gonna stop, start off with some pop culture before we get into the really heavy stuff. I mean, how are you though, sir? Like, let's the mental health. Me? Check. Yeah, like, let's get uh, that out the way. I was, I'm pretty good. Um, I'm trying to make the best productive hours that I have. I feel uh, that. I'm still in a really weird sleep schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, I had a nice like video date with somebody. Ooh. We talked for like an hour. It's really cool, really interesting. Okay, okay, don't give away. You know, you ain't gotta give away too much. No, no, no. She, I mean, like she, we talked about like this podcast. So I don't oh, want to. Okay. I don't want to say too much. Right. I, we just right. had a good conversation, tight, and I hope tight. to talk to her again. Okay, okay. Hey, big up, big up. See, blessings, blessings all around. Yep. <laughs> Whether you're bad or blessed, 
shout out. You know, they stopped even saying whether you're mad or blessed. They're just like, what are you mad about? It's too much to be fucking mad about, Joe. You're right. It's crazy out here in these streets. I mean, I speaking of pop culture news, man, like let's 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 get into it. You want you, I know you've heard Stallion. And Tory Lanez. Hey, hey, first and foremost, I just, you know, thank goodness Meg is okay. Yeah. <laughs> I say that like I know her, but I don't want anybody to get hurt, especially right now. And, and over some shit that seems like it was an accident, I'm waiting for them to let Tory out, first and foremost, because we need his side of the story. Do we need a sweatshirt? Three Tory Lanez? We can't, I can't necessarily, like, that's, look, I rock with uh, homie music, and he always speaking so positively on his Twitter most most of the time, but <laughs> I, I just, look, I didn't even want to speak on this shit yet because we ain't even got the full story. Something don't seem right because she's not saying Tori shot her. Everybody around her is From saying From what you Tory told me, it was like her. this whole happened because she didn't get to a party. Look, nah. Who wouldn't let Meg Thee Stallion into a party? No, it's not even... No, it's not that she didn't get into the party. They were at, I want to say, Kylie Jenner's party, right? And Tori wanted to leave, and a fight broke out between who we don't know. Tori and Meg got into the car together. Some shots were heard before they got into the car. Then Tori gets pulled over... Turns out he's got a gun in the car. Meg gets out the car limping and hopping because what was said, her foot got cut on some glass, right? Then it turns out that she had been shot. (laughs) And and Tori's the only one that we know with the gun so far. But they were riding together. But exactly. (laughs) Why would he... No one knows... Everybody's just trying to piece this all together because no one's really talking. Oh, and then Meg The Stallion's bodyguard came out and said that Tory Lanez better count his days. Like, all right, so this is me like, always jumping to like way different things when you say something. I'm just like, Tory would not put a hole in his car. I I don't got Tory shooting Meg The Stallion in her foot. I don't have him shooting his car. Like, what the fuck is this Harlem Nights? Like, other people have made that joke already, but it's really, that's what it sound like, yo. It really sound like they tried to make it seem like Tori was like, all right, bitch, I'm ready to leave. And she was like, I'm not going anywhere yet, J-Star. And he was like, bitch, I said I'm ready to go. <laughs> bow, bow. Get in the car. Like, yeah. Don't touch nothing. Sit I just in the can't car. believe it. Like, That's it's, disgusting. It's so wild. <laughs> So, Nick That Cannon. was a deep cut. You didn't even catch that. I did not. Yo, shout out to Joel Santana. Nick Cannon. This was another thing I didn't really want to discuss. You, we have to. I know we have to. It's just, yo, everybody is... Dwayne Wade, like, jumped out in support of him and then heard what he actually said. He's like, whoa, I'm... I'm good. I am going to say this. Everybody is a little, um, I guess, trauma drunk right now. 
maybe the word for it. Like, there's a lot going on right now. Like, the the temperature is up. And when you get hot and your blood sugar gets low... You say low, some really dumb shit? It's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> say the quiet parts out loud. And... Nick, we you, filter those out, bud. Whereas... Even, even I filter stuff like that out. And I don't filter shit. Whereas there is an argument to be had on the legitimacy of some groups being included and represented in other groups where they are historically like marginalized and excluded from there's a discussion to be had there now some of Nick's other statements have their discussions in fringe um I guess philosophy groups yeah like we mentioned there was psychological a, a, studies there's a Kendrick song where he uses a voicemail from his uncle that says along the same lines and he's just like because we are the chosen people we are the Israelites yeah that's well that part like I said that's the there's an argument to be had there about the legitimacy of black people in the Hebrew nation and like their exclusion from representation in anything Jewish and it's just you get into sketchy territory when you start quoting people like Hitler in order to justify yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck to Sean Jackson. <laughs> in order to justify the legitimacy of the black Jew or the black Israelite or the black Hebrew, whatever you want to call it, I do believe that there is a discussion to be had there because I don't think that they're far from I don't think it's far from the truth at all. I really don't. I don't think Nick was wrong there. It's when he started getting into the whole white people are savages thing that I'm like, whoa, whoa. Dude. Watch what you say. And it's not even like, okay, like. The other thing is, is like, I've to argue become, I've, that, I've, I've now become aware is like anytime a black person is put in like in front of a microphone, they are to some people consciously or unconsciously representing black people as a whole. Okay, first and foremost, what I want to say here is what Ben, what Ben did. What Nick did is no different than what Tucker Carlson and them do every night. They're all now in lawsuits for uh, sexual harassment. Well, Nick ain't out here sexually harassing people either. However, fucker Tarlson and uh, Sean Hannity. What Nick did was... And what I'm... Why I say that is because I don't think... It's fair that all of a sudden there is this lynching party being called for Nick Cannon. I don't. I'd stand with Nick in the sense that Nick is allowed to express his views just like fucking Ben Shapiro is and um, Steven Crowder and all of them dumb motherfuckers. Like, they get to talk that fucking nonsense. I think that might actually be the thing is like, Shapiro and everybody, they've just been branded as dumb motherfuckers. And Nick Cannon isn't. So, like, when this type of thing happens, there's... there's Nick, there's did, there's well, consequences. I'm, I'm approaching like uh, all right. I'm trying to break down two different parts because like once again here we're talking about like the nuance aspects of this argument. 
So, one, I want to, like, let's address the freedom of speech aspect of this here. Because if Donald Trump can come down a fucking elevator and say that, you know, Mexicans are all rapists and, like, drug dealers and criminals and shit, and he's our president, (laughs) then, like, we can't fucking lynch Nick Cannon for saying white people are savages genetically. Yeah, no, No, we can't. No, but what Nick fails to recognize here is he made a grand assumption based off of studies that haven't been peer-reviewed. Like, Nick, if you want to, like, talk that talk, then you really gotta, like, walk that walk, man. You can't make statements like that without I mean yeah you came with some pseudoscientific sounding terminology but like a, a real like bio like a real biologist or somebody who studies biochemistry and like the human genome and stuff may have been able to walk you down on that shit you're talking that shit on your podcast but will you I mean and I know you've taught a couple of college courses and stuff like that Nick Cannon knows his shit but I'm just saying like you gotta watch those grand ideas because that's like a stone's throw from eugenics man and it's a it's a sketchy territory like you know it's it's just dark to get into general over generalization and gene theory. Yeah. Like, because that's pretty much what he was talking about. Like, if we want to talk about it, since we gotta talk about it, Nick was talking about gene theory, and he was saying white people were fucking savages by genetically, because they had to go up into the mountains, and they had to... They had to become savages in order to survive, and he's... Habitually, they... It is discussed that that implanted itself, that savage nature implanted itself into the genes of the Caucasian person is what Nick was trying to get at. And it's wild because, once again, this is based off of a few fringe theories. And I'm sure I'll get called caping for the white man here in a second for what I'm about to say. But Don't at him. Don't at him. Or at him. I don't once again, if you're going to come with it, you got to come with it. You can- I actually, somebody posted a, uh, a gallery of pictures, and it was Ed Hockley, the NFL ref, like, calling penalties, but it was for logical fallacies. It was like, false dichotomy, more than two options. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's pretty much all I'm saying, is like, you can talk that shit on your podcast all you want. But make sure your argument isn't loaded with fallacies. One and two, realize that it makes you no different than Ben Shapiro and fucking Tucker Carlson and them. Like when you go out there, Knuckle Marlson. This doesn't really. I guess the statement in itself, to me, was bothersome because it doesn't really achieve anything. I guess bringing knowledge to the fact that you think that there's some weight to be held in the the discussion of the savage nature of the white man let us know that that's where your mind is at but what did what did that do to like bring forth any actual change like any progression did it help us progress any at this point like I think bringing knowledge and recognition 
and representation to your culture is important because a lot of cultures and their contributions have been like marginalized and haven't been recognized. Yeah. I do think there's something to be said for that. But <laughs> but the nationalistic nature and like the, the tribalism that I see coming about of it, I don't feel like it's helpful. I think it's really it's a it's a tight rope we are to walk. we are watching people follow political parties like they follow sports teams it's not even just political parties anymore it's political like ideal yeah and i think people are following political ideals and then that's where we get to like i said uh, like sticky or not sticky waters but like deep water because what is an idea open <laughs> what is an idea? If it's so vague of a statement that like you can interpret that any way, and that's how we ended up with like seventeen different sects of Christianity. Like it's like we said uh, last week with Banky. What we were arguing what the type of gun we should ban was. Oh yeah, look, yeah. What is an assault? What rifle? is an assault rifle? Exactly. And it, at this point, it's like okay, it's a battle rifle from Halo Two. What is a white man? <laughs> like, what is a Caucasian? And are we specifically talking about, like, Germanic tribe white people? Are we talking I mean, about, I'm, like, I'm Anglo-Saxon? Yeah, are we, talking about, are we talking about Anglican Caucasians? Are we talking about Caucasians specifically from the Caucasus region? Are By we... the way, do I need to do a real quick breakdown on how the Great Schism worked in the Christianity? Do you want to? I mean, that, that might be going. That might end up in the B side pile, but our fans might. Our fans. I'm sorry, guys. Our subscribers. Our. Um, I don't like followers either. That feels a little culty to me. Our crew. Yeah. I get. <laughs> what up, crew? <laughs> All our crew. Uh, so basically. <gasps> The Catholic Church was abusing its power during the Reformation. Martin Luther believed that this was uh, a warping of Christianity, so he wrote his 59 Theses. The 59 Theses were then it? taken off I of the church door, 90. and this was right after the printing press was created, so then the 59 Theses were then mass-produced and spread all throughout Europe. <gasps> the major thing that Catholic Church was really getting on about was tithes, where basically you could pay money to get yourself into heaven. Now, Martin Luther disagreed with this, and then, from there, people basically got the the clear, the go, to question the Catholic Church. So then, from there, people that disagree with Martin Luther would then take the schools of Catholic Church and break off into their own little things, and then there's Henry VIII, who really wanted to get a divorce, and the church wouldn't give it to him, so he said, screw you guys, I'm gonna make my own church. And then, that's why you have all these different versions of Christianity. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the I mean, that's when the real great schism happened. Yeah, because the fifty nine theses were just like you got the Catholic Church though, and then you got um. Fuck. Well, before that, yeah. there was only the Catholic Church. No, but you had two Catholic churches though. You had the one in Rome, and then you had the one in fucking um not with not Jerusalem. Uh, goddamn it! It was in France. No, that's where the papal seat sat. But I'm saying that Rome had like, or the Catholic Church had like two Catholics, dog, and one of them Constantinople. Yes, and they were. That like, would be when Constantine yes, conquered. Yeah, what was, was formerly Istanbul. Yes, 
And that, but that Istanbul, Constantinople, little Istanbul, Constantinople. But that version of Catholicism was not entirely different, but was like an almost different like form of Catholicism. It was like yeah, once the Roman like, Empire fell, it started to shift back into just the power of the centralized church. But even then, but that's what I'm saying. There were always like different forms. It's just like there's different forms of uh, Islam and shit. Like, yeah. The Shiite and the Sunni <laughs> warfare that's been going on for reeling it back in. Reeling it in. So Logic announces his retirement in his final album, and the note that I put down was how much do we actually care? Damn, shots fired. Damn, and he a DMV local too. You might run into that nigga in the grocery store one day. His <laughs> first two albums, incredible. Right. This last album, hella corny. I mean, I do like my favorite part of that album is the it. skits with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Ooh, damn! Hold on, wait. There are skits with Neil deGrasse Tyson on it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I no no disrespect. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess Logic went back to who? God, man, the picture they have up for him. <laughs> it's not flattering, but. Yeah, I don't... He's a little... Corny. Like, Incredible True Story. Yeah, that was great. That album's phenomenal. Yeah, that that's classic. That's top tier. That was top tier. Like Under Pressure, also very good. Bobby Tarantino was good. Everybody, I could do without. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I felt about everybody. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind was kind of, yeah. But I mean... But you know what you should really check out, everybody? Tetsuo and Youth, the album by Lupe Fiasco. <sighs> Masterpiece. <laughs> Fucking... Just listen to the song Mural. Masterpiece. Dude, the interlude... That's another, like, we were just, we were talking about Rap God off mic. Mural is another, like, ultimate flex song. It was, but you know what? I feel like like songs like Dot Line and shit like that though, those in itself Prisoner like, One and Two. I mean Prisoner One and Two is good, but Prisoner like, Two is like that was like holy shit. Like when people are like Eminem is the greatest, I'm like, you are you niggas listening to Lupe? Like <laughs> The answer is no. Dot line, uh fucking Madonna. The Resurrection, fucking Adoration of Magi, yo. Like, stop, stop. Like, all those songs right there are, like, fucking mind-blowing. Like, Not to mention, you can listen to the album backwards. People say that Lupe, or Kendrick, steals all of Lupe's ideas. Lupe says Kendrick steals all of Lupe's ideas. But I don't see the lie, though. They might just be, like... It's like the nigga that invented um, Dennis the Menace. Like Dennis invented Dennis the Menace was invented on the same day, in the same way, like complete in two completely separate places. <laughs> one in London and then one in like California. That's wild. And it's like maybe Kendrick and Lupe are linked like that. Maybe one's a doppelganger. Oh, that's weird. What if 
But don't you? What don't if they have Kendrick look alike, was though? the future agent that we believe was set back to kill Harabe that triggered all of these events? Oh my god! Oh my god! And then somehow they Manchurian candidated him, and then he went and shot Jeffrey Epstein's lawyers or judges. Kendrick Lamar is the reason for the downfall of America. Oh god! Don't don't. I'm not gonna speak. <laughs> Who that the into fuck existence. are you? Are you Bill O'Reilly? Like what the fuck? or Kendrick Lamar? Kendrick Lamar? And we shoot the popo. Yeah. I'm not bashing on Kendrick. He, I really think he might be one of... He might be the greatest artist. Hot take. Greatest artist in the last 20 years. Mm. Artist, though. Using the term artist, I feel like there's an argument to be had there. Greatest rapper of the last 20 years, I don't know. I might have to give that to, like I said, Lupe Fiasco, Royce the 5'9". Kendrick, hot Loaded take. Lux. Greatest artist of the last 20 years. I feel like he's definitely done some... Certainly 10. What about Big Crit, Kendrick has definitely got more, like, clout. Like, if you look at the depth of what Kendrick... We're, we're not doing this. Yo, no. We're not gonna okay. do this. Are we doing Kendrick Lamar versus Big Crit? Oh, what about that Instagram battle? I get... I'm putting my money on Crit. Hands down. You really want to go there? If Kendrick Lamar and Big Crit were to do an Instagram battle, I put my money on Crit having more bangers than Kendrick Lamar. I said artist. And I and even I'm going to say even this is conceptual. So is Concept Crit. Albums. Though. So is Crit. Crit got conceptual concept albums from Return of Forever to the fucking What's the one, like, the one that Can't I have saved on my Spotify time? where it's, like, his face in the, in the universe? It's got, like, uh, All My Life on it. It's got, um... Shit. I can't remember the names of the tracks right now, but I listened to that whole album. Forever is a mighty long time. Uh... No, I don't know why. You'd have to look it on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm fucking. I'm. Shit. I, I'm not trying to start that. I warfare. mean, he's gonna. He has like a secret weapon where anytime he's in trouble, he can just be like, "All's my life, I have to fight." And I just feel like Cadillac. I got a bone to pick. I feel like Crick got them bangers too, yo. <laughs> See, where Kendrick got it, where Kendrick has a handicap is he is Dr. Dre's protege. Yeah, that's true. Crick came up on his fucking own, son. If Crit had Dr. Dre behind him, yeah, Big Crit's Cr- basically like the one carry on the Southern Playadistic Funkadelic music. Exactly, son. Exactly. Crit is carrying on that whole old South vibe by himself. And it's not... Oh, I won't say by himself, but yeah, he like... Is? Yeah, that's a different Old South vibe. Yeah. Alright, we got one other thing. The NBA bubble's hilarious. Yeah, the NBA well, bubble's <laughs> really funny. Like, they built up, like, their barbershop, and it's really small. It looks like a little greenhouse. And it just says oh NBA Barbershop. And the whole Orlando, it's like basically turning into 2K My Career. 
<laughs> oh shit! So you got like the little yeah, and everybody like if they get Yo. people have been Instagramming their food and they're just oh. like, look at this dry ass chicken. And... Yo, that's great. So it's real life. It's it's two K IRL. Yeah, and like there's you know there's an account that says um I, I think it's NBA bubble things or something like that, and yeah. they just retweet everything from the bubble and like you just see like. Jason Tatum and somebody else going to play golf. Jason Tatum, hope you're listening. Oh. Go see. And it's like, it's just hilarious. Yeah. Because it's That's it's great. the whole it's pretty much the whole NBA minus eight teams just quarantined at Disney World. Who are the eight teams that didn't see trash? Fair, oh, fair. My man was like, I'm not even gonna bother listening to it. If you want me to, I'll try, but. It's all good. It's all good. That's crazy though. Anything to anything to keep that money flowing in. I mean, I'm sure these guys want to play we basketball. We use too. a little bit of a, a distraction. Yeah, I guess that's fair at this point. A little I bit really of, miss basketball. I mean, I don't know, yo. I feel like we gotta. We really gotta keep the pressure on them right now, yo. Like they. That's why they fucking trying to get basketball back out there because people... But the basketball players, you know that they get to, like, change the name on their back of their jerseys and everything. Oh, yeah. The, it's yeah. gonna be like... Like, they are not gonna let it be forgotten. Yeah. And that part, that aspect of it... And, like I said, I realize, because I'm human, too, I can accept the human nature of the fact that we, even though we're trying to make monumental changes happen right now, yeah, people need a break, man. Need a little bit of a breather, too. And like I said, these guys, I'm sure this is their job. They want to get back out there and they want to play. So I guess. I mean, that's what all of them have been saying. It'll be good. It should be good for something. How bad is it that, like, I rip on Kyrie Irving all the time and I'm wearing his shoes right now? <laughs> his shoes are fire. Man, I'm just. That baseball is getting ready to start back up. Yeah. Baseball's gonna be a little weird. UFC is, you know, fight. Fight Islands, Island. fucking Mortal Kombat. Fight Dana right. White sitting there like Shao Kahn. God damn, man. This is gonna be a weird future. This is not the future. The I dumb thinking. apocalypse. We have already got four of the plagues of Egypt this year. Where are the locusts at? Oh, no, there were, like, super locust clouds all over, like, India and shit like that. Oh. Wait, hold on, wait. Is it firstborn of the father or firstborn of the mother? Let's take a break! (laughs) (laughs) Is you rolling? Bitch, I might be. What's your type like? I get they big call me I... Big Meech, Larry Hoover, Hoover. One Nation, Alright, this is where if it wasn't heavy enough, it gets heavier. I mean, it doesn't have to be heavy. I guess it, it's gonna get heavy. It's gonna get heavy. P-O-R-T-E-A-N-D. Portland. Look, I'm trying to make it light. It's chaotic as fuck. The agents of chaos at hand are doing their jobs very well. 
it's straight up like movie at this point. Yeah, it is, honestly. In all honesty. I and I'm not even talking about Antifa, yo, because I'm like, as we know, I do not support this president and his regime. At all. <laughs> in the slightest. In the slightest, this man has proven himself to be a fascist wannabe. He's not even a fascist. He's Hi, a fascist. Hey, Ted ain't got nothing to do with this. Ted is just doing his job. Yo, but this nigga Donald... Ted got me scared now, though. Oh, you think... Oh, Let's you... not get our door actually kicked in. Yeah, because this nigga Donald got the fucking stormtroopers in hand. Snatching people up and throwing them in the back of the van down by the river. <laughs> it's... This is wild, yo. And I'm like on Reddit and shit, and I'm seeing all these posts of people, you know, showing their support for Black Lives Matter and the George Floyd protest movements and all that stuff happening, and I'm like, wow, this is how we really look to the rest of the world, Joe. Like, America really looks like it's got a police brutality. It's not just like... It's not just, like, black people anymore. It's, like, it's kind of, like, blowing my mind, right? Like, I saw a post, uh, I'm sure it's gone viral, right? The, like, dudes in Syria painting the graffiti, the George Floyd graffiti on that wall, like, and I'm just, like, yo, like, the, 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 just, like, okay, like, let's just break this image down for a second, because they're already in a war-torn country, right? They're in ruins, like, war-torn ruins and they're like hey i'm gonna stop worrying about my fucking problem for a second to show my support for this black man who was murdered (laughs) over in america because fuck donald trump (laughs) fuck the police i've had the uh last week tonight like add-on on my google yeah for so long and it auto corrects trump into trump which is like his real last name so anytime it says I think it actually says oh yeah look right there Mary Drumpf's book autocorrected it you know it's it's like like I said fuck Donald Trump fuck the police coming straight out the underground I at this point if you stand with an institution that would allow the things that are going on to go on then fuck Fuck you. you too Yeah, You're a shitbird. This shit is... It's really, like... It's dystopic. It's dystopic. It is... And if you're pretending, like, what's happening isn't happening because... Like, it's getting scary, dude. Like, people are coming in unmarked vans with no, like, federal name or anything on their I mean, it's not scary. They look like Hulk straight out of fucking Resident Evil. Yeah, I'm... (laughs) Damn. Damn, that's a grim comparison. But, yeah, I mean, this shit ain't scary to me because I'm black and fucking American. Leon like, Kennedy happens all is the time. bad luck Brian. Yeah. First day as a cop, Raccoon City, all the zombies. First first Are job as a secret pre- security agent like has to go rescue the kidnapped daughter yeah. of the president. But First day as the personal secret security agent to the president has to shoot the president because he turned into a zombie. Damn. But, I mean, that's how the fucking conservatives see it on their side, Joe. They see us as the fucking zombies, son. Like, when... (laughs) And it's terrible. Like, they've turned political parties into, like, sports teams. 
Nah, it's gang shit. This is gang shit, nigga. This is gang shit. What you mean? It's a zero-sum game to them. At this point, to everyone, we are really. literally claiming sets, and they are staking territory. And that's what the fuck is going on in Portland, yo. I told you, the Civil War has already started. And it's just a small-scale assault right now, right? It's like the like the the apex of it is happening in the Northwest. And it's been happening in the Northwest for a while. I told you, this shit has been going down since them two dudes got stabbed on that train out in, it was it was either Oregon or Washington. And, like, the that uh, white nationalist extremist was threatening and trying to assault them two girls in her jobs. And you do you remember that? Mm-mm. Yo, oh my God. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and he ended up stabbing two, I want to say they were both two veterans, because they stood up and tried to get him to calm down, or whatever, they tried to de-escalate the situation, and he ended up killing them too, but like, (sighs) it's been going on since then, there has been unrest, and it has culminated to the far left versus the far right, and that is why Donald and Fox News have taken to labeling Antifa as the terrorist. Because to them, in their eyes, because they're fucking fascists. Fuck fascism. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Because the system of law and order they want to establish is a pseudo-democratic fascism. Where only the people they deem qualified can vote. Not even pseudo. Almost more like a just a veneer just painted over top of it. No, it's still democratic. It's an oligarchy by a different name. Yeah, I mean, but it's the oligarchy that this country started out as because you have to remember when the Constitution was originally drafted only land-owning white males could vote. And let's let's not forget that first part because a lot of y'all motherfuckers out here following under heel and toe to these big boy white supremacists. <laughs> forget that land owning part because as soon as they get you motherfucking bootlicking ass worm motherfuckers to do the legwork, please believe you will be the new slave class. I'm about to get my fucking door kicked in. Hey, yeah, you <laughs> But that's Me getting point. interviewed, they're like, what did you see? I mean, I had nothing. <laughs> you better ride for me. If I go down for the pool... Look, if I go down for robbing a 7-Eleven... If I go down for robbing a 7-Eleven ski mask up one night, you are more than welcome to distance yourself from me. But if I go down for this political shit... Hit you better ride for me, guys. You kidding me? They would bust in the door and they would be like, Who owns the house? Him? Oh, liar! <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's real. But this is it's the fucking truth, yo. Like land owning white males. And that's exactly how the fuck they want it. That is exactly how they want it again. And it is well evident. Now you just got them trying to figure out whether they're gonna go like full like full of god damn it what i'm gonna get really dark right here what they're trying to desperately grab on to whatever control they have as they try to stave off this mortal coil knowing they are all gone within 20 years i mean 
probably less. For the most part. For the most part. And they're trying really to figure selfish. out... If it's really a, a, a selfish mindset. Yeah. You should be leaving it better. No, they never wanted it this way. They never wanted it this way. They didn't want it to become as multicultural as it is. They wanted every nationality and race to have their place, their structure. It's almost like an Indian caste system. Like the Hindu caste, not the Indian caste system, but the Hindu caste system. Like there's a couple of like, there's some weird like parallels between like Nazi idealism and the Hindu caste system, you know? <laughs> Which is interesting because India for the longest time was ruled by England. And and there's definitely a part of there there's some Nazis that fled to like India. You know? I heard Gandhi was actually hella racist. Look, like I said, there's some weird parallels but well Gandhi was like Buddhist, right though? Yeah, but yeah. I heard he was actually like hella racist. Yeah, yeah. And he may have been a pedophile. We know what I'm saying, yo, like these the people that are pushing this narrative that the problem in Portland is Antifa. You have to really listen to what they are saying and what it is that they want. They keep asking us what we want and we're saying equality. We want an equal playing field. We want black lives to matter to the police. We want e we want income restructured. Not even the police. To Everyone. To everyone. To every system. Because it is clear that the current system at hand is predicated to benefit me. The white man. And the shame that comes with admitting that, I guess, is too much of it's a cross a little, it's, to it's bear. It's kind of weird. I admit. Like, I used to make jokes. And this is, like, way before... And, like, this was before Trayvon Martin. Yeah. So, this was just, like, 2000s-ish. And, uh, somebody asked me there, because, you know, I used to play cards, and I would hang out in different cities all the time. Right. And they're like, why did you never feel scared, like, walking around the city? And I was like, look, I'm white. They're gonna look for me. It's the truth. If people want to, like, let's talk about, like, black-on-black -black crime for a second. Statistically speaking... You are more likely to have a crime committed on you by somebody within close proximity to you. Correct? Yeah. So, if everybody in your close proximity just happens to be the same race as you, then, by default, <laughs> so-on-so crime... It is, is going statistics. to be... It is yes, statistics. Exactly. <laughs> It's just, it's a, it's a, what, what do we There call are ways that? for people to manipulate statistics into any narrative. It's a hollow narrative. I'm going to call it a hollow narrative, right? Because once you break down the meat of the, it, you find out it's all, it's no filler. Like, it's all a shell. The argument is a shell. Black on black crime is a shell argument to distract from the fact that marginal, like, black people have been marginalized. It's a red Redlining, area. yeah, there you go. Redlining is a thing. <laughs> like, we can't. White flight is a thing. Yeah, the power structure is clearly set to benefit the white man. And. Did you hear the other thing is Trump is sending uh, extra federal 
law enforcement to oh, yeah. cities we, we including Baltimore, Chicago, Detroit. Oh yeah, and he to crack didn't... down on the van. And they're using the they're using vandalism as a guise to do it. Like when you look at what these people are being charged like, with. Like, can you imagine what the kids on dirt bikes in Baltimore are gonna have happen to them? When you look at what the people are being charged. By the way, do you know that that's like a specific Baltimore thing? Like the dirt bikes? It's, well, yeah, kind of, sort of. It's kind of like, no, it's like like a DMV thing, I would say. Yeah, but it definitely is like a, I see, I've seen it in Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Like a lot. All all day. All day. They don't give a fuck. That's a, yeah. I mean, it's real, because like, well, look at the rest of Maryland, yo. I'm just wondering why dirt bikes. Like, why not just regular motorcycles? Because look at the rest of Maryland. Yo, like, dirt biking, like, that ATV, like, dirt bike life is a big thing out here. And, like, I guess because of Baltimore streets. Right. We see that shit growing up. We, like, like, Baltimore streets, the dirt bike might actually do better than a Harley. I mean, I wouldn't ride a Harley anyway. Not just that, but, I mean, we see that shit. We want it, too. It's just Baltimore don't got nowhere to, like, where else are you going to ride dirt bikes in Baltimore but in the streets? What y'all want us to come all the fucking way out here to like deal and shit to ride our dirt bikes? No. Who? Buy your truck then. Yeah. Come on, man. That's all that shit is. It's the same shit as DC. Like. Yeah. Um. Portland man. That guy is a tank. Hey. Like man, that that guy was like. He was a vet, right? Yeah, he yeah. was a tank. Yeah. Like, if you go into a dungeon, he was of... your tank. Right, look, like, let's think about that, Joe. It's not just, and I saw, like, uh, Moms Against Police Brutality were out the other night, like, standing in front of protesters and stuff like that. So you got these fucking Navy vets out here just beasting, like, just... This guy was just straight up standing there. There's, like, four of them around. One of them just started beating him with the, uh, the nightstick yeah and he's just sitting there what you want to say billy club and then the uh <laughs> the other one starts pepper spraying him and he sits there and takes him for like another five seconds yo they were raining before just down turning on around and spray. walking away yeah. and flipping them off yeah it's going the fuck down over there yo like it's, it's naked crazy. athena that was like so at first i heard it i was like wait what and then i watched it and i was like this is really incredibly powerful yeah i mean it's a and there's a lot of powerful things happening in Portland, and that was just like what that was like the, uh, without sounding like too much of a misogynist, the cherry on top, <laughs> like, because you know the I same like my shit for the cherry on top. <laughs> but then you saw the the one video got trending of the woman in New York that did the same thing, and they were like, you know, then there was the discussion to be had about the. <laughs> The, the, oh, the colorism, yeah, the colorism aspect. Because when that chick did her splits and twerked in front of the police, everybody was like, "How disgusting and disgraceful!" But then this woman comes up out of the mist, like, and everybody's like, "Goddess!" And I'm just like, you know, it's this both aspects of it. It's, it's I, it might it might have been like, I mean, yes, there's the colorism aspect. I mean, but I, also think I brought about that up approach. because it, she just quietly walked up yes and stood in front of them but that's the power of women son that's all i'm saying both aspects are the power of women and their aggressive vulnerability so no the other thing i wanted to bring up is using the symbol had the man to say fuck the structure 
Naked Athena, not my Athena. Naked yeah, Athena. Athena. My Athena is twerking Athena. Yeah. Naked Athena is white, like yeah, white model Athena. Though. Yeah, like there's a reason she or, got the name Athena. Yeah. The man with the shield who stepped yeah. in front of her reminded You're me personally yeah. yep. of Simon of Cyrene who helped Jesus carry the cross after he fell for the second time. I see your parallel. I feel like it's a throw. It's a reach. I feel like it's a reach, but I see your parallel. Cause it was it was somebody else assisting somebody in a brave moment right. to make a difference. No, and I totally... That's what I'm saying. I see your parallel. And I brought up the colorism aspect because I thought it was interesting. Not because I'm trying to take away from the moment that happened because I do feel like it was a very powerful moment but it is also necessary I feel like to bring into full perspective here the the different like views that we hold on these things all to me culminates in a powerful stance that people are taking against a structure they really feel like needs to be examined and is way past due for examination like i said we now in portland is like i said the <laughs> like i said like i said please cut some of them out but <laughs> portland is a perfect example the climate the 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 nation's climate it is that concentrated down to an extreme and people who come out on the other side of that are really have to take a look at what side of history they're choosing to stand on because at this point you have vast examples of people coming together you have veterans right navy veterans people who have put their lives on the line for this country the dude said that the reason he was able to stand there and take that shit is because he, that shit was part of his training <laughs> that was nothing new to him he ate that shit like them pigs eat donuts in the morning <laughs> like naked athena went out there and did that shit because she wanted to display how vulnerable the protesters feel but she also aggressively walked to them like that bitch laid down face and was like, like yo this is the approach of we both are Athenas, we will not like be she moved. walked up very much like like it was a powerful video that's what i'm saying and they both displayed vulnerable uh, vulnerable aggressiveness like and here then I my am. athena was like a more like fuck you yeah like this is me like here is my nature like this is me in my nature we will not be moved we are here for a purpose and our purpose is empathy in both statements i saw a plead of powerful empathy like now think about it defense. the fact that they chose the word athena a strong symbol of feminist feminism powerful woman maternity mm-hmm like genius there is a reason the scholarly city of athens is named after her yeah i mean but now we talking spirituality <laughs> like if you want to go down that road like 
I but, feel like there are like, definitely some energies. Like, let's talk about that for a minute because the the fact that we chose Athena, like, there are definitely some energies being. I think it might have been here. from the power, and Athena is a very powerful figure. Yeah. I mean, women in general, yo, are coming into an awakening where they are standing front and they are demanding to be heard in this country. You should. As they should. But, yeah, from Portland Man to Naked Athena to the fire set or the fireworks thrown inside of because let's stop calling realistically that was a really small fire it wasn't a fire it was a flare it, it, it behind thrown behind a desk. desk like stop it like that what i said was important about that was the symbolism just like the naked athena right it's the symbolism right because already that shit is on news like chirons and like being streamed all over the hundred thousand likes on twitter like that because it is a very powerful image the imagery that is coming out of Portland There's is, a metaphor in here somewhere. It, it, that, that, that's it. If we don't come to an amicable agreement it, with what is going on in Portland, right? It is That is what is going to happen to the rest of the country. That's it right there. Here's your sign. <laughs> Son, if you don't know if you... If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know where this country is heading, that's where this country is heading if we can't get a grip on what the fuck we Ready are going to, tech, to do. Tech, tech, tech. <laughs> Man, why do we keep mentioning 846? Because it's so relevant. Yo, I'm just... We've been programmed for this shit. If you don't get it, Go back and look at all the shit. You could probably go back to the 50s and start looking at the programming in the media, son. Like, I'm not really that big into conspiracies, like, and we're going to talk about conspiracies in a minute, but I do truly believe that that somebody has been trying to get a fucking message out to us for the last 50 to 60 years, yo. Like, and now... Oh, about the reptilian master race? No, I don't know if... I'm not gonna get into all of that. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. But, like, look into the business plot. I've told you about it, yo. Like, um... They... they, we. I was literally just telling y'all about it. Like, there is a class of people in this country that want the country to go back to the way... Like, there's... When American and global imperialism was happening... It happened around the same time, like, eugenics and stuff started becoming a big thing. Happened around the same time Darwinism and all that started becoming a big thing. And if you really look into history, that's when, like, racism... You know what really... really, You know what that kicked off? The Nazis. That's when racism really became a thing. Before, then, it was a sense of, like... It was more like a sense of, like, nationalist prejudice, right? Like, than it was racism. And you, of course, you had pockets of racism, but not on the scale that we had today. Then they used racism to push business. And yeah, there's brazen racism, and it's really, and it's not just like the yeah, fuck you. It's the blatant no willful it was, ignorance of what's going on. It was this class of people is like genetically lower than us so we are allowed to capitalize on them 
in order and then it was the beginning of capitalism too like that's that's what i'm saying when you go back to that era the industrial revolution is when you can really see the seeds of what we're dealing with now sown into the culture and now we are coming to a head where they are trying to harvest the fruit of all their hard work decades of work almost a century no centuries of work as a matter of fact and you have a group of people who finally have the numbers and the willpower to fight back like and the, the matrix, allies to support you the shield of the matrix has been <laughs> broken we can now There's see... There's a glitch in the Matrix. Exactly. And we can now see past it, right? Now, And you, maybe I sound crazy, right? But if you look at what is happening across the world with climate change, like, it, if you... Like, let's just take climate change alone, right? And you take the overall emergency of that. It demands that you consolidate power quickly because... If the globe is going to be impacted and changed... It is a globe, it's not flat. <laughs> if the global economy is going to be impacted and changed, you need to be able to like shift gears quickly. And, and what we have right now is a bunch of people panicking and the power structure on how they're going to shift gears. And you have some people... I don't believe all millionaires and billionaires are Millionaires evil, and billionaires! Are evil What's the people. Drop? But, but I do believe that they think that they're a different breed of people. And even if they do have our best intentions in mind, they're doing it in a, what they believe to be altruistic aspect. I feel like they almost see us as livestock. Yes, we are capital to them. Or chattel. We're chattel to them. That's all we are. When you start to make that much money, it fucking changes your brain with you your brain patterns and when you're born into that much money a friend of mine has a belief that it is morally see now it's morally like, corrupt to be a billionaire because I, you just cannot do enough with that money there's nothing it's hoarding yo it's hoarding but see this is my this was my point about nick cannon earlier yo like i i'm not saying anything different than what nick cannon was saying about white people uh, i'm just saying it about rich people right Rich people are savage by fucking nature, and I will fucking stand on that hill and die for it. You have to be. You have to have no, like, you have to lack empathy in order to capitalize on somebody, in order to make billions of dollars. Billions. Somewhere you gotta be like, oh, I can go plus on this. Somewhere you gotta be like, fuck them kids, you know? Like. So, you feel like somebody's trying to warn us for the past 50 or 60 years let's just say yeah through our media i mean like r.i.p john lewis the one that one of the ones that crossed that bridge i saw this really heartwarming post turns out he went to comic-con cosplaying as himself yep from the bridge crossing he has a they have a graphic novel that he helped write about that whole selma march and stuff like he, John Lewis was great, man. He was a real icon for, like, and he, his impact 
will be forever felt and it will be forever missed Joe. And it and shouldn't he should not be forgotten as like the shadow of Martin Luther King. And <laughs> it, calling him uh, I don't like the I don't like the shadow of Martin Luther King. I feel like his impact was different and should be remembered for what or valued for what it was. Like I don't like attaching people to icons like that because it minimizes their impact and when you minimize their impact it minimizes the entire impact of the movement like it sucks to me too because the thing that really pisses me off the thing that really pisses me off is evil people live so fucking long yo Oh. Only the good die young. It's not funny. Stephen, that dude, Stephen <clears throat> King, or Steve King is still fucking alive. Like Steve King, not Stephen King, the writer. No, right? the fucking congressman, or well, he's not a congressman anymore. But like the fucking like clan. I mean, how long did the uh, clan fucking evil Rockefeller live? That's what I'm saying. Like the well, you know, the fucking one of the Koch brothers just died, but like. Yeah, fucking evil people live. I so wonder, fucking is it long. if one of them dying, is it like knocking one of the ice climbers off in Smash Brothers? <sighs> Don't do that because the ice climbers are so like innocent, <laughs> and the Coke brothers are despicable. <laughs> despicable. No. Well, let's move on from one despicable topic to another. <sighs> so we got like three all conflated together. Trump did an interview with Christopher Wallace you the, the same week that Mary Trump released her tell-all book hey. Inside the Family. So this is actually very important to remember. Time to break so up the So do you know the, the Big Times or the Big Time Magazine article that was uh, basically like blowing him up on the taxes? Yeah. yeah. She gave over some documents that she didn't realize were going to be as impactful as they were, and those were, like, the documents that just broke everything open. That now he has to reveal his taxes. Wait. Break that down for me. What Do you know what the documents consisted of? I, I think they were, like, loose tax documents that they were able to, like, trace from... Basically, you think the missing link. Yeah. And they were able to trace it all back to where a federal judge in New York ruled that Trump has to give his tax returns up. Has to, but I saw that the Supreme Court ruled that they will not fast track him giving his tax returns. But he has to give them. That's. We'll see. Because, I mean, hopefully this motherfucker only got, like, what? Four more months left? Yeah. I mean, but, like, the Christopher Wallace interview, like, they asked Trump explicitly would you accept the election results and he never says explicitly yes which is a horrifying thought that's not the first time he's done that yo that's not the first time he's done that and it does fucking bother me yo because like i said if you want an example what, do you of- th- what are the chances that the white house door gets kicked in on january 20th yo okay i just want you to know that that if that is how it happens what is going on in Portland is going to happen across the fucking country. Him saying that... DC will burn. Him saying that is literally him saying, get your shit ready. 
<laughs> because if I'm not willing to accept these results, we're going toe-to-toe for this shit. And even if he does unwillingly accept the results, mark my fucking word, there will be retaliation. So the other one that came up in the Christopher Wallace interview was uh, the cognitive test that Trump had to take. And he was like, no, look, the first, like, two, three questions, very easy. But then the rest of the test, it gets very difficult. You would never understand how difficult it would. You would understand, Chris, if you took the test to see how difficult it was. And Chris was like, well, I did take the test. In the case of one-year-old Aaliyah Bishop, you are the and this time Donald couldn't pay somebody to take the fucking test for him. Like and then what did he do? Well, I mean, Joe Biden wouldn't be able to pass the test. There's no way he would be able to pass the test. The test the way I did. It was great. It was fantastic. Burly. Yeah. And this is all on the heels of the Mary Trump book, which I have been thoroughly I mean, enjoying the Lincoln Project, having that guy. Scathing. In, in very in a very Trumpian yeah. environment of like the gaudy gold surrounding, the fancy bat smoking robe, drinking whiskey, man, looking like he's reading it from Trump Tower himself, just skewering Trump. Yo, it, the Lincoln Every Project day. has been going for the goddamn jugular of Donald ever since they got started. And I think they are doing... And they have popped up so much more. Probably the most effective, or if not seemingly effective, job they are deconstructing his argument. They're a classic case of... Because you know they are like a Republican yeah, group. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is a classic yeah. case of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I'll take it. I'll take it because the arguments that they're putting forth are the most, like, sense I could do, I could talk to a Lincoln Project person. Yeah. And, and feel like I'm going to get somewhere. I feel like a Lincoln Project person could talk to a, a Trump supporter or I guess like the, you know, entry-level Trump supporter and bring them back to, like, sense and a Trumpy, sensibility. A Trumpy Puff Jr.? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, yeah. Yep. That's, that sounds Trumpy right. Trumpy Puff Jr. Go with that. Come on. Let's <laughs> keep rolling here. <laughs> We're on a roll. Well, have you seen that episode of Futurama? Like, they're riding around in space on the Scooty yeah, Puff Jr., yeah, yeah. and then Scooty Puff Sr. shows up, and it's like a fucking galactic battleship from Star Wars. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, fuck. Ooh, excuse me, guys. And you would never think that I just drank a coffee. Yeah, no, Lincoln Project, they've just, they've been going for the jugular. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it because fuck this dude and his, like, weird brand of fascism. Like, it's just, like... It's dumb fascism. It's not just dumb fascism. Like I said, these people and the people behind him, and this is this is what I keep trying to like hammer home to people. You know? It's not just Trump. Trump is not just the problem here. What we have is a real class nationalistic issue, and these people are going to the camera. Um, oh, no, I, I, the camera's still going. Yeah, but I heard it beep just now. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, what we have is a, a group of people in this country who have decided that they should be the sole... 
God, that's too big of a statement even for that. And I'm really, I'm walking a tightrope here because what I'm really trying to warn people of is Trump is not the monster. None of this is normal. No, Trump is a, Trump is a figurehead of the monster. He's one of the many heads, and he's like if they, if they all, if all of the monsters came together and formed Voltron, he's the head. Not even. Okay, let me put it like this: If we're talking about a cop, Trump is a worker, right? Yeah. Trump is a worker. Like we can all agree that Trump is not as rich as he pretends to be. Absolutely not. Trump is the poor kid at the rich kid table, right? You see that guy right there? He has more money than I do. Trump is not the big. And the big fish... He's the dumb fish. ...have hijacked religious conservatism. No, did I say that right? Conservative religiousness? No. What? Whatever, you get what I'm trying to say. They've hijacked religion and conservative ideology to form the foundation of their, their defense because they know that their mindset, their... Structure of economic system is on the way out. The country is becoming too multicultural and too global. Minded. It's a desperate, selfish cling to power. Yes. These pictures. Ooh, goo, goo, you cut it out. <laughs> ah, Ted, Ted, you not slick. Ted. We see you, Ted. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like I said, these they they know what they're doing. They've hijacked Christianity. And get ready for them to use. They've already started it. They feel the like hypocrisy I see whenever I've seen pictures of Catholic priests in MAGA hats, and I'm like, "Fuck you!" Just like, actually, just fuck you guys. Yo, they like they're trying to make it seem like Christians are being persecuted again, yo. And <laughs> and I don't see how any level-headed person can see the equality feel being like, or I guess people being given an equal playing hand for the first time in history as the persecution of like the Christian mindset. Like, gay marriage doesn't mean that we hate Jesus. What? Like I said but, last episode, it goes like, I disagree with a lot of the systemic bullshit and a lot of these ridiculous hypocritical views but jesus yeah but that's what i'm just telling y'all that that's what's going on in this country man and trump supporters are the the perfect observation of it and what's going on in portland right now like i said is it's just the beginning just the beginning of What's gonna happen if this dude even, even... And we'll be here documenting it all for you. If this dude even refuses to budge when it comes time for him to get the fuck up out of the office because all the polls are showing that uh, and that he's, he's about to get the fuck up out of here. And what's going to happen following that is either a hard resistance in like the House and the Senate or... That wave you think is he gets f- met with a paddy wagon? Not initially, because like I said, within that, a week? No, no, it's not gonna happen for years, yo. And that's and that's 
the way it needs to happen. Because, like I said, if anything... He needs to fade into obscurity. If anything, which his Twitter feed is not going to let him no, do. If anything happens too quickly, it is going to stir the hornet's nest. You know, like, if they do anything to him too fast, it's going to make his supporters react rashly. And we don't want that. What we have is, like I said, it's an American Christian fundamentalist insurgency happening you in You sound this like country. Mahershala Ali right now in House of Cards. Just, like, massive political scheming. I see you right now. Because it, it is, yo. And, like, I... I don't Oscar want... award-winning actor, Mahershala Ali. I don't want to sound like fucking nut job Nick Cannon, but the like evidence for this shit is out there and it's on the cards. And I'm not saying white people are fucking savage by nature. I'm saying there's a savage set of fucking white people in this country that really are about to set some shit off. They got... I was about to say I'm like a harmless puppy. Yo, like they got the fucking guns. They did the shit. I can't. I God. I really like. Oh, fucking Clive and Bundy in them. Like we've already seen examples of this shit. When they fucking took over that goddamn wildlife sanctuary because the government was trying to make them fucking pay grazing fees and shit. Look. <laughs> yeah. Alright, we got a couple more things to get into. I know, I really... But let's bad, take y'all. a break. I went on a fucking riptide again. Let's take a break. Because y'all made me talk about white nationalism. Again. <laughs> something, 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 Eminem. And we back. We, we back at it. it. We back at it. Man, I'm just, I don't know why I came in like that. I'm just, I'm trying to change my mood because talking about white nationalism always get me so. I know, I know, I know, I know. You have your little, we need a drop for whatever you go on a white nationalist rant. <laughs> Fucking white people. Anyway. Oh. Anyway, you want to talk about how there's this uh, child sex trafficking ring that's also tied into Deutsche Jesus. Bank and the judge got attacked? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So let me tell you a little bit about this Wayfair thing, right? Oh. I haven't read as much into it as I should, but apparently they have all of the names of the children that they have like locked up and ready to ship out, and they have a, a, you, look, a furniture look. website yeah. where they have the name of the kid yeah. listed as the part of the furniture, and there was one comment that said, does the cabinet come with it? No. Man, I saw this fucking video, right, where this dude wasn't even Wayfair, right? It was some, it was some weird, like, fashion or, like, some weird, like, clothing website where you had to type the URL in a specific way and it would show you a different model for the swimsuit you were looking at. And you had to specifically type the URL in that way to get the model that you wanted to see. That's creepy. And I didn't investigate, cause I'm not <laughs> trying to give Ted any more ammo than what the fuck he got. Yeah, but Ted, don't kick the door in, please. This Wayfair shit. This it, I told you I saw it started on the when I saw it they was talking about Wish, right? Like the same cabinets and shit was on Wish, and that shit was going down, and it just make this whole Epstein thing look. 
really fucking... Yeah, I mean, you have the guy dressed as a FedEx driver show up to Judge Esther Salas' house, who's been placed on the Deutsche Bank case within the last week, and she critically injures her husband and kills her son. Son of man. Man. Oh, And God. then the guy who pulled the trigger mysteriously showed up dead two days later. Yo... I look. Okay. This is not a coincidence. No, it's not. And I know. Look, we like, like they're not even being subtle with this. People. We like to clown conspiracy theorists, man. But it's shit like this that make me really go. Is Jeffrey Epstein really dead? Do you think he's really dead? Because like I know Ghislaine has a lot of. Did like, you see that 4chan post dirt. where the guy was like, "I worked there," and then they switched the body out? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'll need to show you that. But. To my point, I know Ghislaine has a lot of dirt, right? But for them to pull a hit on the judge for Ghislaine is a whole... Like, just think about the impact of that. Or, like, that the whole aspect of that. Like, there's still enough money behind this shit, and there's still enough dirt behind this shit that they don't even want her to go down. She, can, she cannot be an impartial judge anymore. There's no fucking way. So, one, now they have to change judges. One. Two. Two. Instead of killing Ghislaine, which everybody thought they were going to do, they tried to kill the judge. What are... What is the impact of this woman going down that it was that necessary for them to try and take the judge out? Just think about that. And then, where are you going with that? I don't. Do you, where are you going with that? I don't know. I'm saying like, okay, so either one, Epstein is still alive and pulling strings from somewhere behind the scenes now, or two on some fucking. <laughs> oh God, uh, what was that uh, drug lord from Mexico? Um. El Chapo? Yeah, on some El Chapo shit. Like, the El Chapo child sex trafficking. (laughs) Why is everybody a pedophile in, like, Hollywood and shit now? You know what's crazy is the drug dealers aren't the pedophiles, and the businessmen and shit, and the politicians are. Let's talk about that. (laughs) I was talking with somebody, and I was like, you know why pedophiles always have it hard no matter what? Because even felons have kids. But my point was that either Ghislaine knows more than we think she does and they don't want it to come out. Like, there's there's more to the... There's a bigger picture to this than I guess we're seeing, right? Because the for them to try and take a judge out is a big thing. That's a huge thing, son. So why would Ghislaine be that afraid to go to jail? Other than the fact that she thinks she's going to be killed, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And if Ghislaine thinks she's going to be killed, too, by who? There's a lot of different ties. There's a lot. That's my point, son. So, like, how can people say that there's not something bigger going on here when you have and Wayfair I mean I guess Wayfair released the statement but like the statement was half-hearted at that I mean 
then you got Instagram and Facebook adding the for the first time ever, like not on the Trump ads or anything like that, but on this like sex trafficking shit, they're putting up these blocks on there that say the information being uh, talked about hasn't been verified yet. Like I don't see it on any of these false Trump claims, but like we like I, that that I've is seen it on some Nazi Nazi sympathizer posts, and Jesus Christ, somebody actually shared one that I know, and we just ripped them to shreds. It got to the point where they were just running from the argument. Oh, always. They always do, yo. Like, And we're like, you have to prove your point. And he's like, I would rather just not spend my life looking at my phone screen because then I'm not enjoying life. I'm like... That's what they... That's what fascists do, yo, when they... He's when not you, a fascist. He's a moron. But that's who... What do you think fascists are? <laughs> Morons. <laughs> yo, I'm just... But bringing it back to the Epstein shit, but you don't get what I'm... Like, do you get what I'm saying here? Like, the impact of them trying to kill the judge speaks volumes to the impact that this case will have if it comes... Or if Ghislaine is made to, like, tell the truth. Yeah. So, how can we... I I don't know. I don't know how that can be. But it also kind of feels like a distraction. (laughs) It's weird. There's so much going on right now. Like, the Meg Thee Stallion shit feels like a distraction. Like. NBA coming back. It's it's tough, man. I don't know what else to say about it. Other than I hope uh, that woman is safe. Um, And I hope these. I hope these people see justice, man. Like, I hope it. God, the Wayfair shit blows my fucking mind Joe because like and like the implications one of one of our one of our uh our beta focus group or alpha focus group listeners he was like you could do a whole pod on this and I feel really bad that we don't have enough research and everything to really go into this because this sounds like the craziest shit yeah I also don't want us to get into I don't want us to get too deep into conspiracy theory water like territory because we none of this has been verified and there are there are very grand claims to make. There's a substantial amount of evidence to provoke an investigation, but not enough to provoke like actual justification of accusations. So because once again, we live in an era where deep fakes are a thing. It's extremely easy to fake, you know, pulling up numbers on a website to stir up controversy. I mean, the fucking Russian troll farms from four years ago are a perfect example of that. So we have to be very careful of what we invest our energy in right now. Because once again, if even if what we want to do is save these children the best place for us to start is by restructuring the power system at hand we can't do the refurbishing of history yeah really like that was the perfect word yeah it's the refurbishing of culture like we are having a huge culture shift and the we're taking something broken but not beyond gone and fixing it yeah and we're making it what it should have always should have always I watched been. a super satisfying video like a week and a half ago 
where it was just a guy taking apart and cleaning a PlayStation 1. And it was like the grotiest looking PlayStation 1. Oh, and at the very yeah. end, it was just like beautiful. And I was just like, refurbish. It makes me think of like retro futuristic aesthetic. Like that 1950s, like shiny chrome. Steampunk? Not even steampunk. Like, like I said, like the 1950s. Howard Stark type of stuff? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, like that chrome 1950s aesthetic, but with like the neon 90s, like meshed into it. And it's like, I feel like that's what our utopia would look like. But right now, we have a set of people in this country that don't agree with... And we're living in the dumb apocalypse. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess the dumb civil war. We haven't... I don't think... Team Cap! I don't know. I might be Team Tony, though. No, I guess Cap had it right in the long run. Tony had good... And I just feel like, like, I want to stop calling it the apocalypse because I don't feel like we've reached an apocalyptic level. We have And I want to stop speaking that into existence. Like, we're at a point of such extremism right now. Like, we're being so dramatic with everything. That's why we put dumb in front of everything. everything. Yeah, because it's all just over It's really dumb. It's, it's all just really dumb. And overblown. Yeah. And, like, I mean, some things should be paid more attention to like i said the extreme rise of white nationalist terrorism in this country and like the rise of religious conservatism in this country needs to be examined um uh economic disparity um classism needs to be looked at but and this is just one man's opinion it's my opinion and I just feel like it's clearly reflected in a lot of the turmoil that this country is facing at the moment so we got a couple other things yeah <clears throat> trying to Twitter keep was hacked. it moving god damn all the blue check marks got hacked damn thank god encouraging I donations <laughs> to a false charity through bitcoin mm. uh taking millions of dollars from people and um the department, they actually had to like shut down blue checkmark accounts. Damn. Damn. And so then, everybody who got the, had a blue checkmark. And the Department of Homeland up. Security messaged Twitter where they were like, you know, how's the server, the privacy of all of these people. And at the very bottom, explicitly noted, note the compromising of the president's personal account. And I'm just thinking to myself, what's in those DMs? Ah, ah, that's a very. <laughs> That's a very catty aspect of it. That's true, though, because, I mean, shit. Like, it's probably wedged between a bunch of Joe Biden, like, hate drafts and unanswered messages to adult film stars. I mean... <laughs> yeah, because I wonder if his DMs, his DMs probably and are open to the general public. If he got his DMs hacked and there was, like, crucial information in there... After, you know he's dumb enough to have that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, after, like, all the what about her email shit, and we get to go, what about his Twitter DMs? Yeah, no, like, like, there's... We already have shit we can do that with. I mean, yeah, and I get them asking about his account specifically because, once again, I hate to keep repeating words like I have a vocabulary calendar. using Twitter they, to circumvent... Yes confronting the media. The impact has been. of his Twitter account being hacked is wide. Like, the things that could come from that are probably not good in the slightest. Yeah. 
Okay, I heard that your brother died. I think you're pretty hot. You think I could come over and diplomatize with you in North Korea? Wow. Wow, I was thinking him. <laughs> hey, hey bro, you like hip hop music? Check out this mixtape. And by the I'm way- I'm friends with Dennis Rodman too. <laughs> by the way, Bitcoin is the new thing, but we got Trump coin. <laughs> Invest in Trump coin now, bro. Angela Merkel, more like Angela stupid. Oh my god, enough. Enough. So, what else? Do I we wasn't, have? like, that wasn't even Trump. That was closer to Derek Zoolander. Right. right. What, what else is on the ship log, yo? I know we're getting close to our journey here today. Kanye. I forgot about that. Like, after everything we talked about, I completely forgot we had to talk about Kanye trying to. Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the slaves, she just made them go work for other white people. Countless trips back and forth from emotional breakdown, crying, saying that his mom kept him from being aborted and that he almost killed his daughter because he was trying to get him to get an abortion. And then there's Twitter account. Like we have pictures of like all of the tweets, including the ones that got deleted. Like there were one of them. He was like, I need to get, E out of my life and just be with my family. Mm. I wonder what that means. He e. doesn't want to keep up with the Kardashians. He wants to keep the Kardashians. Oh, you think he... Oh, because I was thinking E is in, like, Molly. Like, this nigga be rolling on Molly. And that's what his problem is. That's why he don't be taking his medication, because he just be tripping on Molly all day. I mean, that's a conspiracy theory for you. If you want to put your tinfoil hat on um, yeah, but then there was the whole His get out. head went forward and then back. Yo, then there's the whole get out aspect of it. Oh, yeah, he said get out was about me. Yeah, and if that's the case, then that means that Kim has been, he thinks that Kim is plotting on him. And yeah, he said that his wife tried to fly a doctor out and have him locked up and shit. And it's like, yo, you need help. You're off on a bender again. And... Showing up to his campaign rally in a bulletproof vest where I, I said to you, I feel like, you know, Kanye may be at risk of being shot out here in these streets. It's, once again, the symbolism of it is just, it's a lot to fucking take it. You remember chubby Kanye who just said George Bush hates black people? You remember Chubby Kanye? How could I forget, yo? I wish we could go back to that Kanye, but now I see that even The that most is... awkward pose, Mike Myers, right next to Kanye right there. That's what I was going to say. I feel like even that Kanye now, looking back at it, was like a cry for help. And it was like, we like let that happen because we, he said something that we agreed with at the time. But we didn't realize that, yo, this is also a sign of this nigga having a problem, right? <laughs> this nigga think he Howard Hughes, yo, and he's not. <laughs> like, he really does. And if you're not, like, when you're poor, you're crazy. When you're rich, you're eccentric. And Kanye, I'm not the first person. Connotation, everybody. Yeah. But, like, Kanye has found a way to be rich and still look crazy. <laughs> and he, it's not- Name one it, genius that ain't crazy. 
it's nothing to laugh at because clearly this man need help, yo. Like, stop. I, like we said last time, yo. I will take it. Like, I can attest. Me off my meds, I'm almost an entirely different person. Yeah, like. I'm very sluggish, very, like, defeated, like. I go back and forth with depression myself, yo. I mean, I don't take medication for it, but when I'm in one of the moods, it's not like I'm not the same. I'm not the same either. Like, I just I don't have the energy. Like, lately, it's been the same way. Like, lately, I just haven't had the energy for a lot of things because this shit is fucking draining, yo. And with you trying to maintain life happening all while all that goes on, it's just it can be a lot. And. Ooh, excuse me. Part of me feels for the man. I wish he would go sit down and stop subjecting himself to this shit. The world thought you were a gift when you were making music. Making music is your gift. I feel... I get that you... And now he comes across as tragedy. Yeah. It is tragic. But, I mean, like, at the other side, people were like, no, look, I mean, also look at all these things he said. Like, Kanye might just be an awful person. I mean... He's definitely a problematic person. He's not an icon, and that's why we gotta stop, or we gotta take into greater consideration who well, we Well, we have to take icons. in the whole greater, greater consideration, the idolic, the idolatry worship culture of America. But that's yeah. another topic for another time. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's a whole different, that's a whole damn it. <laughs> America and their idols. That's a season. American that's a season idol. series. Yeah. Shit. Anyway, uh, we got... One last thing on the docket before yep. we give away money. I forgot the camera was off. Anyway, Oxford University in England has entered second stage development and they would have clinical trials within a month of two for a COVID-19 vaccine. Hey, hey, just when you thought, just when you thought we was going to be stuck in this shit for a whole entire another year. Maybe there is a silver lining on the horizon. Maybe, maybe. Let's all keep our fingers crossed and try and be a little bit hopeful. And, you know, maybe we won't be stuck in the dumb apocalypse forever. Yeah, we don't want to be stuck in the dumb apocalypse. There's not much information on it, but it was a headline that popped up and we just thought, you know, maybe y'all would be interested in it. Hopefully it pans out. Hopefully. Hopefully it pans out. Hopefully, hopefully. All right, so we need to give away money. Let me see your hat. Thank God the camera's not on anymore. All right. All right. So we're pulling out for... Our shameless giveaway, since y'all participated. And the first one was for somebody who could get the number of size. size. Which was... 15, 15, by the way. It was 15 size. Bonus points. I side three times. So, 18 total... But it was specifically for Doc Size. The person who came the closest would was be Sean McGarry with the Price is Right rules of 12. Closest without going over. So, Sean, what was that? What did we say? $10 to Sean for coming the closest. Thank you for listening. And man. the next one is for somebody who shared their favorite song on the playlist. Okay. So, we got a couple with y'all really turned out for that one and we appreciate y'all for checking out the playlist. Take a guess who it is. It's the number one fan. Hey, Kellen, you just won yourself $20 because you spoke out that you love M-E-T-H-O-D man. M-E-T-H-O-D man. Hey, you, you don't my style. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. Whatever. 
Anyway, and the last one, somebody who retweeted it with their favorite part would be Jay hey. Moon. Shout out to Jay Moon. What was his favorite part? Do we have the tweet? Up? I forgot. Oh uh, well, I forgot. We'll retweet it. Y'all hit us up with. She's your... she's been definitely hitting me up about past oh, episodes. She... Oh, you said. Oh, okay. Well, shit. Shout she was really fucking Jay. with the Tournament of Power episode. Shout out to. Oh, for real. Well, we gotta do another nerd corner soon. We'll figure out something. Y'all tweet at us. Let us know what y'all want us to do a nerd corner about next. Yes, and please. We'll get, the, we'll get the heat rolling for y'all. Now, for you three winners. Listen to this, and then message us on Facebook, or email, or Twitter, at the Flood Pod. Yep. Or the Flood Pod at Gmail. Your cash app, and we'll send you those ducats. Right. And thank you all again for listening. Everybody, remember, none, none of this, this is normal. Look, it's a flood. It's flood. It's flooding. Get away! Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.